Hello, this is Ryan Chapman with Fix Your Funnel. Today, I'm privileged to have Jeff Martin. Jeff is a Fix Your Funnel user, but he's also uh, an amazing business owner. He's working in an area where he's making a huge difference in people's lives. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, thank you for having me. We're, we're excited to, to be on the show. Well, tell everybody about your a little bit about your business and what you do and why what I said is true. Well, we, we um, specialize in family relationship testing. Um, we focus on... Uh, situations where families and and clients have unanswered questions to either rumors or uh, just issues that they have in their relationships, and these answers can only come from DNA testing. So we we love what we do because, like you said, it it impacts the lives of many people in the process, and it changes their lives forever. That's neat. So... um... How did you get into this business? I mean, is this something you, you decided when you're in high school, I'm going to be into DNA testing? or No. I, uh, I, I spent some time in the military, and I got a little bit of medical knowledge. Um, I was a medic. Uh, okay. I, I was Navy corpsman, but I was attached to the Marine Corps um, most of my time. I went back to school and got a finance degree. So I always said I had a little bit of medical, a little bit of business. And um, after school, I had the opportunity to have a business where it was a paramedical business. We were the guys that would go out and do a history and physical and all your measurements and height, weight. And we would draw your blood when you get life insurance. So, yeah. So nobody ever wanted to to see us. Nobody wanted our service, but it provided a a good um, service for customers. Well, I did that for about 13 years, and and along the way, we began to look at adjacent markets that we could do collection services, mobile collection services uh, for, and we we started doing drug testing. We um, also learned of these DNA labs that were really just beginning. Uh, I would say back in 1993, we started getting... Uh, request to do collections for DNA paternity testing. And so, uh, you know, we went along for a little while, and that's how that industry operated for a while. And I was either one of the first or maybe the first person to contact a lab and say, listen, I would like to market this locally and serve communities across the country um, by setting up a, a service center where I could market in that community and the community could come to me for DNA testing services and basically use the lab as a reference lab. And Ryan, it, it really, really did well um, early on. I started DNA Services of America back in 2004. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, the, the rest is kind of history. We, we, uh, we franchised, we defranchised. Um, but along the way, we, we've learned that we had to change our business model a few times because the technology in this business uh, was changing so rapidly. The competition was uh, increasing every day. And uh, just how you go about doing the business was changing uh, more rapidly than, than you can ever imagine. Well, this is very interesting. I don't think I've ever talked to anybody in your business 
you know, in your industry. So it's very cool to be talking to you today. Uh, like uh, the big question in my mind, I don't know the answer yet because we you haven't told me. But it, the big question in my mind is, how did you get connected with Infusionsoft? Um, about five or six years ago, I bought Infusionsoft. Wow, that's a <laughs> yeah, kind yeah, of, that's kind of early time. It, it was early, but um, it was too early for me. Um, we had I had sunk a lot of money into our own operating system. Uh, we developed a CRM, and um, we were looking for something because I was I was enamored with the email follow up, and so I wanted to use it really as a plug in um, to kind of piggyback onto my CRM. But we couldn't implement it when we first bought it, and yeah. so. Literally, we sat on it and did nothing for about three years, <laughs> and then uh, just paid the monthly dues, huh? Well, we we didn't pay the monthly dues. We oh, paid okay. the upfront cost. Uh -huh. and we weren't using it, so they they uh, I guess they suspended our account. Um, but thankfully, about two and a half years ago, I got to a point um, where I said, "Look, man, I got to look inside my business, and I have to look at the assets we currently have, so I can figure out." what we can do to improve the service level for the customer. We can increase the sales. And um, it, the question really became, what can I do for free to help my business? And, I, you know, I remembered, why I have that Infusionsoft thing. Let me go check it out. Let me see, uh, you know, if I can use that still, even though I know I paid for it. So I called him up one day, and literally, this is about two years, I'd say three months ago. And they said, look, you paid for it, you, you know, so yeah, you can, you can use it. And, uh, and so we plugged it in at first as, um, just a piggyback on our CRM and we were APIing, uh, APIing everything in and, uh, and, and it, it was an immediate impact. Oh, that's um, cool. it's so cool. I mean, the, if you look at my industry, they typically have a closure rate of about 15%, you know, oh. of, of callers that call in. Um, and, and you know what, we, we quickly realized with Infusionsoft that you can't just focus on the 15%. The 85% of people that don't buy from you today, they have the need. They're going to buy at some point. They're going to buy from somebody. So we had to figure out a way to be in front of them, top of mind, when it was the right time for them to buy exactly. and, and uh, yeah so it, it's been huge um we uh we, we're now about a 22 percent closure rate which but but if you think about that yeah no that's huge because 15 percent yeah yeah it was about 50 percent uh, i mean it's it's really that's seven points above 15 uh yeah i mean of your 15 percent you you oh yeah correct, increased correct. by 50 percent that's a big deal yeah, I, mean, I think yeah. if anybody looks at their business, especially at the closure rate. So that must have been like kind of the bottleneck for you guys is how many people could we uh, get to say yes at that point. And to increase that by 50% is a, a tremendous deal because your overhead doesn't really change, does it, too much? No, it doesn't. Yeah. Now, you know, now that Google is sort of pay to play, it, it's it's more expensive to find leads and attract them. Um, but that's another subject. Yeah. Okay. So that's very cool. So then... Uh, Obviously, you started out with email, and then you started looking for other things that you could do with Infusionsoft because that's just the way it works, right? That's right. And uh, what what's sort of the progression that happened for you? Well, we, um, you know, again, we were 
sort of just using the email marketing um, as as a way to stay in touch with people. Um, we've also you know done some email blast. Uh, we found that our clientele, our demographic is basically nineteen to twenty nine year olds, mm-hmm. and um, they they have this immediate need, and then they don't really want this test either. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I've been in two businesses that our customers don't want to have to go through the service we offer. And, and so just being there uh, when they're ready is, is huge for us. Um, we then plugged in text messaging, and that's been huge for us. Uh, honestly, it's been huge for us. How, in what way? Well, um, w- we use Fix Your Funnel, and we uh, just like your typical dentist office, we, we use appointment reminders. We'll send them text messages uh, about where their test is in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty neat. And, and it's all based on timing and sequences and everything like that. We also let them know when their reports are ready and they can then go to a secure site that we have to uh, upload and view and print the reports if they want to. The, the biggest thing that made the biggest difference for us, though, is we put a text message right up front right after we talk to somebody, you know, so we'll ask, we'll ask a client, you know, look, is it okay to, you know, send you an email? Is it okay to send you a text message? You know, and we explain to them that, that as if we work together, as we go through the process, they'll get status updates and appointment reminders and we'll let them know. And, uh, and they love that. But the, the biggest thing comes from when we send out a welcome text, basically saying, Look, we enjoyed the conversation or or we look forward to working with you. My name is Mary and your case number is one, two, three, four, five. You know, Um, we we put their dedicated toll free number on so they're able to come back. And we do all that through merged fields. And uh, that has been huge for us. So you use uh, Infusionsoft users and assign those to the various contacts. And then through that, you merge in the that user's specific information. That's that- exa- that's exactly what we do. Okay. Um, and I actually, Ryan, I have a funny story about that. It's uh, it's not so funny for me, but <laughs> it, it, it it really shows the power of Fix Your Funnel. And uh, I mean, is it okay to kind of share that? Yeah, absolutely. We um, last week we were we had made some changes uh, in Infusionsoft, and we had an issue where. Um, the system wasn't assigning owners, uh, and I'm the default owner because I set Infusionsoft up, I set Fix Your Funnel up, and so um, we found that about 10% of our our contacts were being assigned to me as the user, and um, because I'm the default user, and uh, my my voicemail <laughs> started blowing up. I, I was getting calls from people, emails from people. My my staff was telling me, look, uh, I'm, I'm hearing that your voicemail is full. And my voicemail is really rarely ever full. Uh, it takes like 30 calls to fill up my voicemail. Uh-huh. And uh, two days in a row, I had this issue. And come to find out, about 10% of our, our contacts were um, – getting me and, and my phone number. So they were calling me back saying, Hey, I'm ready to schedule a test or, Hey, I, I have one more question. And so 
that really, to me, illustrates the power of Fix Your Funnel and especially the, the power of putting that text ma- welcome text right up front and center when you talk to somebody because they have your contact information. It's not, you know, in our demographic, again, 19 to 29, they're not going to take it out of their text message history, you know. Yeah. Well, you know what's really cool too. They another point that you're bringing up that I think everybody should be being like really paying attention to is the fact that your service you said isn't one that they're necessarily especially excited to be getting yeah. into. But but once you're introducing yourselves to them and they're saying, "Okay, it's time to move forward." And you're giving them that text message. Number one, it's going to be easy for them to find, like you just pointed out. They're not deleting that. That's staying in the phone. And they may even be labeling it, right? Because they got the text message now. They don't have to type in your phone number. It's right there. Boom. So now they could call it, just call back the main number if they wanted. But now that they've got that introductory um, text with the name of their representative, the direct line for the representative, the email right there, the likelihood of them dropping out of the customer funnel goes way down if that wasn't even an option. But the, the just the customer satisfaction has to be going through the roof because they can just get a hold yeah, of it. That, yeah, that's right. And, and again, you know, with any business, you know, you got to look at your customer, who they are and how you can serve them, obviously. But my my people, they're, they're in that, that age where text messaging is the only way they communicate, you know. Yeah, they're kind of afraid to talk to people on the phone. Well, now, I don't know if you know about this. I've, I'm, I feel bad mentioning it again on another podcast here, but um, have you ever looked at our dialer at all? You know, I'm aware that you guys have it, but I, I've never looked at it as something that we should incorporate. So a new, a new feature that we just released into that is uh, live texting, and we got an iOS app coming out really soon here where you're going to be able to – you can assign basically where when a text message comes into a number, you can assign which of your your users basically will get the alert for it or multiple users, and they can just reply right back there. So they can basically be doing a live texting conversation as well um, using your Fix Your Funnel. Sign number. me up. Sign so, me up. No, no kidding. <laughs> that is one of the biggest challenges we have because, you know, we have yeah. a text conversation and it's funny because we we sit here and look at well what is our response going to be to their response <laughs> you know what i mean so we'll send yeah. it out and they'll say thanks and we come back with thanks i'll be in touch you know <laughs> so yeah I, I need to know the day it comes out yeah we'll we'll definitely make sure that you know, i'll make a note of it right here too so that i make sure that matt knows to or john fantastic. to get get you on that um well, that's, you know, another thing that I was noticing as you're, you were talking about your business and your experience is that you didn't just sit on the sidelines with the one thing that you were comfortable with and doing. You looked for ways to expand your business by going into adjacent markets. You also were looking for trends. I think that's a big deal no matter what business you're in. You know, paying attention to what's going on in your marketplace and not getting complacent. I don't know if you're making the kind of money you wanted to with the business before you started looking, but... You know, to be to be that cognizant of, hey, there's something new coming on the scene. And, you know, this is something maybe that we could add into our business. And it, as it turns out, if I'm understanding correctly, something that was sort of an add-on to your business ended up becoming the business. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I ended up selling the paramedical companies and uh, I have been doing this now for 11 years. 
solely uh, for 11 years. And that's 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 so cool the way that uh, you were able to transition that and get into, you know, a field that you're also very passionate yeah. about. And so that makes a, a big difference as well. Um, what are some other ways that you guys are using technology, not necessarily infusion software, fixture funnel, but any technology in your business to give you guys leverage with your processes or systems or interaction with customers? Or well, we, we have done some uh, voice uh, broadcasting, but we stage it mm-hmm. in sequences um, because, you know, at, at some point I refer to it as we have to let the machines take over and, and be there um, through either email sequences and some uh, the occasional text message. Um, but we, we right. do mix in some voice messaging. Um, mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I'm fascinated with the entire mobile uh, world. You know, I look at my analytics and literally 76% of my customers come to my website on a mobile device. Isn't that unbelievable? Uh, it just... It says so much. And I don't. Did you ever see? I I put out a video uh, a while back about um, the mo. You know the impact of mobile. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I'm 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 not real sure. Okay, well I'll have to make sure you get a copy of it. I'd love right. it. Yeah. Um, but it, right. So there's this concept called the mobile moment. In fact, at, at our event in uh, San Diego in March, one of my sessions is going to be on this you know how do you address properly the mobile moment in fact i just put out in this this i don't know how the people that are listening will get to it i'll I'll think about that in fact um how about this you text email i'll have to make sure this gets set up (laughs) the 760 not your email address just the word email um you know no dashes or anything like that the 760-621 8199 and you guys can get a copy of this as well but um i posted this in our secret society of marketing automation on facebook too and i'll make sure you get an email as well jeff but um we have an email template that's mobile responsive because i don't know if you've noticed but the emails that come out of infusionsoft by default they don't really work great with correct (laughs) mobile phones so um, we recently switched over as we were looking at this because th- this mobile moment thing I was just mentioning, though, is that that moment when something is more mobile than it is desktop or, or mm-hmm. laptop. And um, basically what we've seen is email uh, is already gone mobile moment. I mean, more, pe- more people are checking email on their mobile phones than they are on a desktop or P- you know, PC. Um, more people are now like Facebook. They said in their quarterly report or whatever the report was they just had this week, um, they said that 34% of their users only access Facebook on yep, mobile. I believe that. They don't access it on the PC ever. They're, those accounts never have accessed it on a computer, only on mobile. And they hit their mobile moment back in 2011. And so, so much so that for, and I know Facebook is an extreme example, but two thirds of their income, and that's, you know, out of, uh, I think what they say, $3.2 billion, <laughs> two thirds of it comes from mobile wow. ads, two thirds of it. And th- this is interesting because they have an 85% profit margin, which would we, wouldn't we all love to have 85%? I, I, I would sleep a lot better. <laughs> but 
it, what I did is I, I did a little math on that. I took out uh, the mobile revenue and the profit margin went down to uh, 17%. Wow. Isn't that, that is amazing? So, I mean, obviously it's not going to be that way for you or mm-hmm. I if we make those adjustments, but it certainly can't hurt us to adjust to mobile and to make sure like our, our websites, all of our marketing is mobile first. Yeah, I, I because, can't agree more. Yeah. Ex- especially with your demographic. I mean, at the 19 to 29 yep. year old, I mean, that that's definitely their preferred method for communication. Well, that's very cool. How, now, so you started to hint a little bit at some of the marketing that you guys do. You said uh, Google. Uh, how are you guys reaching your people? Well, and if there's anything proprietary, by all means, don't share. Sure. That, no, there, there really isn't. You know, it. it uh, my industry has changed so much, and as every business today has changed. Um, we began in the phone book, you know, phone book market, yeah. and, and that was kind of the only way we were seen and went to the uh, the web based. Um, and you know, we have done things a lot of uh, SEO, um, a lot of just your standard SEM marketing. We have. Uh, I have about 400 websites that are geographically targeted, um, and mm-hmm. I have a main website, and I have 400 websites throughout the country um, in cities and, and states. So I have DNA testing California.com. So I have all 50 states. I also have um, 300 some odd. Uh, city sites, DNA testing, Dallas.com. So you add all those up and that's significant investment in trying to reach yeah. uh, people. Um, so we do SEO. We just started pay-per-click. Um, I would say six months ago. Uh, and, yeah. Oh, and wow. so we've, we're tuning that in and we're getting much better at that. Um, and my next thing really is Facebook advertising. It's real funny though, in in my, in my business, nobody out there brags about having a paternity test and and discovering that you know Timmy is mine. It just it, it doesn't happen. Yeah. But the people that are on Facebook are the people like um, people who may have given their children up for adoption or people who are looking for their birth mother. Um, though they're in clubs or 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 uh, Facebook organizations. And they communicate with each other and they help do that. So we're going to try to do some Facebook ads um, targeting particular demographics and particular targets. Now, how are you different from your competition? Is your is any of your competition using tools like you are? No, or, I, I don't. Or marketing? I don't like think you? that. I'm sure marketing. Yes, um, using tools like me, um, I, I just don't know that they appreciate. Um, the eighty-five percent we talked about—they're they're so focused on getting that immediate sale and not um, nurturing them and being there for them, uh, because we are—we are very different in the sense that we want to serve our customers. We want to provide them with this information because we understand that it's life-changing. And um, you know, I've—I've I've been in collections where I've watched children you know, look at the mother as she's talking to the alleged father and the alleged father, you know, kind of banters back. Uh, and, and these kids, Ryan, take everything in. And, you know, the information that we provide, I don't want to, I want to get too sappy here, but the information we provide 
changes the lives of those kids. And, but not only the kids, um, the alleged fathers, once they know the truth, they can move on with their life and in, in ways that they probably never thought they had that unanswered question that was really driving them crazy. And one of the biggest impacts are the grandparents, because we found that these grandparents, they have such a tough time giving their heart and their soul to these kids because there's a question. And so it's serious and it's significant, uh, the impact we have. And uh, I just don't think our competitors fully appreciate that. That's that's you know, and that's really important too, you know. Whatever it is that we do in business, it has impact on people. Some not as significant as what your you know your business is doing, but it, to some extent, we all have impact on people. And you know, it's real important to be thinking about that as we go through using the technology, because we can get lost in the technology and forget about the people, Correct. right? And I, I can tell that you've been able to keep that grounded where your focus really is on the people and the technology is just a, a way for you to extend what's inside of you and your your team out to the people that you work yep. with well this has been really good um what what would you say is that guiding principle that has made the difference in in your life in terms of your ability to to grow your business, to work with these people, to take care of those who, uh, you know, rely upon you and in, in your business. Well, um, I I would say I, I would start off by saying there's a caveat here. My the business principle that has helped me the most is probably one that I don't apply most often. Uh, I'm your your typical entrepreneur that my head is five years ahead. You know, I'm thinking of, I have a, I have a great yeah. new business idea about every six minutes. You know, it's really, it's painful. My wife, poor thing, it, it is painful for her. Um, what do you mean we're starting a new business? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, it's focus, the old acronym for focus, follow one course until successful. And when I have done that in the past, I've had, extreme success. Um, when I do it today, I, I'm very successful. Uh, when I don't, and my head's in the clouds, uh, <laughs> man, I'm telling you, I, I can, I've probably thought of three business ideas since we've been on this call. It, it's just, it's, I have an illness. Well, no, it, it, <laughs> I can relate significantly and I can, I can attest also to also the power of focus, you know, when you keep your, your focus where it is. Um, you know, I, I found that for me, one of the things that I do is I go ahead and let myself uh, write out a little plan on it, and then I set it aside. That way, it doesn't keep on bothering me. I don't know if you're the same way, but it, I, I have to be very careful that as I'm going to sleep, I don't let myself start to think about Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. I have... A, a new idea. Otherwise, I'm yeah. Toast. I know. <laughs> Unfortunately, if it happens in the middle of the night and I wake up, I'm done. Uh, my wife, one time, uh, I, I told <laughs> I told her one day, "Hey, you know, I want to be a dentist." And she says, "Okay, good. Write down all the pros and cons, and give me, you know, so I tease her that she made me write a report. <laughs> well, I never did the report, so it must not have been too too important. But <laughs> I mean, I don't think I would have been a great dentist. That's hilarious. You know, I some people don't know this, but I actually went to school to become a wow. dentist. And uh, 
I didn't, I didn't fit. I didn't even go to dental school. I, you know, I was, that was my intention going to my, uh, you know, under, understudies, undergrad, but, um, I got lured away by business. <laughs> yeah. It'll do it. I know. Back, I'll really. never look back, uh, myself. Well, and that's, you know, I, I want to cover that point just a little bit more and love to get your response to this as well. But, um, I said, I tell entrepreneurs that I think that that is one of your superpowers is that ability to be able to see the opportunity all around you. Um, and it's also kryptonite, right? So I don't think that there's anything necessarily bad about being able to see opportunity everywhere. I think that's a great sign because that also means that no matter what happens, you're going to be all right. You know what I mean? If tomorrow, you know, a new law came out that said DNA testing can only be done by government officials (laughs) and, you know, suddenly the business is gone. You're not left going, oh, great. Now what am I going to do? You'll just go pick one of the 300, you know, ideas that you had off the shelf and take everything you've learned through this business, put it into that one. You'll probably be in better shape within six months. Um, Just that's my been my experience with those folks who can can see the opportunities are disciplined enough to focus on the current opportunity, but are developing skills that would work across industries and across disciplines uh, without any any yeah, issue. Well said. I agree, hundred percent. Well, hey, this has been great. I really appreciate your time, Jeff. Um, I know that I, I you told me a little bit about your story of of getting your full voicemail before, and I got goosebumps then. <laughs> I got goosebumps again when you shared it, uh, you know, during this interview. But I think, you know, again, if to just to reinforce that that power of just thinking about the customer and their experience, which I can tell you've done at each step. You you think about what would they need, how could we be of greater service to them, and you mentioned that uh, in part of what you were saying during this interview. I think that's also a good takeaway for everybody here is if you have a, a business, then you need to be thinking, how can I bring greater value to the customer so that they'll never consider anybody else? You know, that they'll be true so that if we take the business customer paternity test, they're going to come up as being with us, not with someone That's else. Right. So I appreciate you, Jeff, for sharing all that you've shared with Thank us. Thank you. I've, I've enjoyed it. Best of luck with everything. Boom, let's go.